Hello and welcome to the Extra Credit English podcast, a podcast for English language learners. My name is Colin. And I'm Susanna. And we are English teachers in Tokyo. We know that it's difficult to find English listening practice that is accessible for English learners. So in this podcast, we give you a chance to listen to natural English conversation. In each podcast, we'll spend around 30 minutes discussing different everyday topics. Today, we're talking about hobbies. What is a hobby? What is not a hobby? Is watching TV a hobby? What about shopping? And what are the benefits of having a hobby? Should we all have a hobby? Okay, so hobbies. Uh, let's start with the definition. What is a hobby? What is a hobby? Um, one definition I found was that a hobby is an activity that you do regularly in your leisure time for pleasure. So it's something that you do uh, in your extra time mm -hmm. and it's something that you enjoy. So extra time meaning not work time, not study time if you're a student. Um, it's outside your regular activities. So let's say perhaps um, an evening or maybe a Saturday, Sunday morning. Weekends. Yeah. Weekends, yeah. So this kind of time mm. and you do this thing, this activity regularly. So it's not, perhaps not every day, perhaps not all the time, but regularly enough. Also, if you, if you just do something once, that's not a hobby. <laughs> um, it's got to be something that you come back to regularly. It could be every week, it could be every month, even just once a month could be a hobby uh, activity. Um, so what's the difference between doing it just once and doing it once a month for it to be a hobby? What's the importance of the frequency? Uh-huh. Um, I think it's... The frequency allows you to develop. You know, if you do something regularly, it means that you can get better at doing something, perhaps. Um, whereas if you do it once, then you've, you have no opportunity to improve on that. So you challenge yourself. By doing something regularly? Yes. Yeah. So you, you do it uh, regularly, so you want to be better at every time you do it. Right. Or you kind of challenge yourself to create something that you've never done before and you want to kind of learn how to do it. Okay. Yeah. So I think that we're getting close to a, a more complete definition of, of what uh, a hobby is. So I think this idea of improving your ability, I think, um, is important. Or even just developing your knowledge about something. Because I, I, I do have this, I understand these hobbies sometimes you become really good at your hobbies. Mm. So you so to be to have a hobby you don't need to be to have any knowledge. You can start from zero. Right. But with time, uh, that hobby can become something that you're an expert on. Right. But not necessarily something you do for work 
or so you know it's it's something that you have pleasure mm-hmm. like like you you're you you want to spend your time doing that mm. and because you do it regularly you become better and better at it and then you keep enjoying i think an interesting point that i just thought about was um a hobby is something that you don't get paid for. Yes. So, yeah, you, you said something that you want to do in your free time. Um, so to me, that means you're not getting paid to do it. Your reason for doing it is is just for your own pleasure. You're for not the getting joy any, of it. Exactly, for the joy of it. Um, so that could be an important element. How about let's think about some... Uh, hobbies or the kind of things that people say uh, when they talk about hobbies. So when I talk to my students, uh, my university students, they, if I ask them what their hobby is, um, there are a few typical answers that I get. Um, One is sleeping. (laughs) That's not a hobby. That's a very common response. Like, what's your hobby? Sleeping. Um, or they might say watching movies or listening to music, mm-hmm. um, they sometimes say, or going to Disneyland, um, obviously there's a, a Disneyland in Tokyo or it's close to Tokyo. It's not actually in Tokyo, but, um, Tokyo Disneyland. So that's quite a common answer for some of my students. I think that kind of ticks one of the boxes, which would be frequency. It's an activity that you do frequently. So you watch movies every week uh, and you listen to music and you kind of, you love going to Disneyland. Right, it's the pleasure part of it. It's the pleasure part and also perhaps regularly. Yeah, Uh, because some of my students will go to Disneyland Every week. Yes, you can get those pa- year passes, right? They call them passports. Your, yes. Your annual passport, I think they call and them. And then you can go whenever you want. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in that sense, I think it ticks a couple of boxes. It's something that you do regularly and you definitely enjoy it. Mm. But it's not really a hobby. I mean, the sleeping part is not a hobby. That's a, sleeping, a necessity. Sleep, yeah, <laughs> sleeping is not a hobby. Uh because it's, you know, it's, it's not something that you can really get better at. I mean, you can get, you can sleep well, but it's, you can't say that you're an expert sleeper. No. Um, you know, it's, that's a, that's a weird thing to say. Um, yeah, so sleeping, shopping, what about shopping? Shopping a hobby? don't think i mean it's a pleasure mm. um and some people do it quite regularly yeah but i don't think it's a hobby i think you know what could be a hobby and it's part of shopping i i've never done it but i know they do it in the u.s maybe i do it too <laughs> is um well in the u.s they have these coupons right and that i think it's a hobby because you get these coupons but I don't understand it very well, but... Where do you get the coupons? In magazines ah, or okay. flyers or things like that. And But 
to in order to use those coupons you have to buy like 15 uh, to, no, you you have you collect them and then you go to the supermarket, and then you have to buy like fifteen packets of this and twenty packets of that. Right. So it's quantity, and mm. I, I think there's even shows about this. Right. Um, I think that could be a hobby, and people it's know. like hoarding, but it's entertaining. I, they well, do it regularly. I don't think I don't think that's a hobby. Collecting the, the coupons, I think, is. No, I, I disagree. Because you, you collect them and then you have to become good at having all the right coupons and buying exactly mm. the, the amounts you need. And then because, you know, they, they, they mark them on the checkout and then your numbers need to go down to zero. I understand that part of it, but I think the... The key bit that's missing is free time. I think if you're doing that, you're doing it for a reason and you're doing it to perhaps save money, for example. You know, these coupons are about kind of saving money or you know, buying stuff in, in bulk or, or whatever. It's kind of part of your housekeeping. It's kind of part of your daily housekeeping. I think some people can become obsessed by it in the sense that, you know, they they really want to find all the deals, say, you know, collect all the coupons and do, you know, and that's, but I don't think, I think that misses out on the, on the pleasure side of it. I'm sure some of them get pleasure from it, but it's a different type of pleasure, I think. I don't see that as a as a hobby. I see that more as you do this to save a bit of money um, and you can get good at it. There's a skill to kind of, you know, keep track of all the deals and the dates and the things like that. But I, I think that's very different to other things. You disagree. You think that's a genuine hobby? I think it could be. Right, okay. Uh, but perhaps... Uh, the part that's missing there is getting better and perhaps learning, learning by doing something that you can keep getting better at. I think per perhaps this coupon collecting has mm. a very quick kind of top goal. Right, you can you can know everything you need to know very quickly. Very quickly. Right. As where if you think about painting. Or if you think about gardening, um, there's always much more to learn. Right. It's a much broader range of, of knowledge. And also, well, say painting or, or playing an instrument, playing a musical instrument. That's a skill. There's a skill that you can develop. And there's a sort of an understood beginner level intermediate level advanced or, or expert level you know that and it's people kind of know kind of these are the basic things that you need to understand these are the basic skills this is the next level you know so there's progress that you can make it's it's learning by doing and mm. also uh, allows you to kind of research uh, yeah. because because it's your hobby, 
it's something that you do. You don't necessarily go and take classes, even even though you could. Right. But taking classes, finding those classes, finding the information you need, that's part of uh, learning by doing. You you are very focused on something, and then you learn that part. And once you have that, uh, you can try and learn something new. So it, it's it's right. kind of your own path, rather than a class. You you kind of you're building your own you're, knowledge. You're building your own knowledge at your own speed, um, depending on you know how you feel about right. it at the time. What about something like watching TV? This is a very common one these days. You know, when I talk to people, uh, especially because it's difficult to go out and do stuff these days, um, a very common answer is watching TV or watching movies. Is that a hobby? I don't know. I think, I mean, again, going to that definition, it is an activity. Mm. But I don't think, but it's a passive activity, watching TV uh, or listening to music. I I, I don't think it's an activity that where you necessarily are learning and doing. Hmm. You're not doing, the doing part is is missing. It's entertainment. It's it's consumption. It's consumption. You're you're consuming, um, you know, a, a TV show or a movie. Um, as entertainment. And I think the key word you, you said there was passive. Um, you're not... I don't think you're really building a skill. You're not developing a skill. You're developing your knowledge. You're learning about different movies or, or actors or directors. Maybe if you're if you're really thinking about it, maybe you, you watch a movie and then you, you discuss it with your friends or your family or, you know, that's a different kind of thing. But if you're just, you know, it's a Sunday night and you, you've eaten too much food for dinner and you just sit down and watch some terrible movie on Netflix, that's a very different to watching a movie that you're going to discuss with other friends who are movie fans and you're really going to analyze the story and uh, think about how the story might continue after the movie finished, you know, that's a different thing. So we would say that perhaps how we see what a hobby is, is an activity that develops a skill mm. that, you know, with time allows you to achieve goals. Like in your learning, you're, you're learning by doing and you're, you're developing the skills, but you also have different goals at different times and you're always working on it. Right. Um, as I said, you could become a real expert, but even real experts, they... They, they still learn. That's why they're experts, I've, I think. Because they understand they don't know everything and they keep looking. Right. Um, so I think that's what um, hobbies allow you um, to really... Because sometimes school is difficult and you don't want to learn. Mm. Uh, but this is something that you want to learn. And I think that would be the part of... of well, the, the importance of having a hobby. Mm. Okay, well, we're going to get on to the benefits 
of having a hobby in the next part. Okay, so I think we have a good idea of what a hobby is and what is not a hobby. Um, do you think it's important to have hobbies? I think it is. I think it's important to have a hobby, especially today, because we have so many things that we can get distracted with. Uh, you have your phones, you have TV shows, you have online anything, you know, you can find entertainment. There's, um, const there's constant distractions. There's constant distractions, uh, social media, all mm, of these. Email. Emails. Um, and, and sometimes I feel you just get glued to your phone or your mm. computer right. and you don't really rest. Um, and, and hobby is important because it can just take you out of all of this, of this loop of, of just being online. Mm -hmm. So, yes, a hobby, I think it's incredibly important. It allows you to disconnect to disconnect from your work or from anything you're doing. Um, sometimes it is important just to give your mind a little bit of right. a break. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, yeah, just watching, I don't know, um, your phone or being online. That can be distracting, but it's also numbing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't allow you to think. It doesn't... Yeah, it's not an activity that is developing anything and it's not challenging you to think. Yeah, I think this is one of the things we, we talked about is hobbies as a way of developing skills or knowledge. And if you are just consuming, um, you know, if you're just watching stuff or you're stuck on your phone or you're looking through the internet, again, I would say... Um, Surfing the internet is not a hobby. <laughs> um, and it's quite a common response again when I ask people kind of what their hobbies are. Um, but yeah, it's the importance of a of a hobby is being able to allow you to to disconnect. To disconnect and also while you're doing these hobbies, you're achieving something. Right. And because, you know, just watching a, a TV program, it, you don't, you're entertained, but mm. it doesn't give you any sense of achievement. Um, and I think we need that. We need to think about, you know, what we've achieved in a day. I think some people do think that watching a TV show is achievement i mean you hear people saying like oh i finished this season of whatever show you know they getting through the seasons of a tv show people sometimes talk about it with this sense of achievement the pride as, of binging right right yeah so that's one relatively new word yeah. uh these days you know to binge a whole season of a, of a tv show but i think that's that's not uh, the right use of achievement, of, of the word uh, achievement. Because a hobby, I think a hobby should and would help you with mental health. Mm -hmm. This balance, 
right? Right. Uh, balancing between everything that needs to be done um, and things that you just want to do and it relaxes you and, uh, yeah, just takes you out of, of all of these problems. I think especially these days when so many people are working in what we would call knowledge jobs. Mm. So, I mean, if you imagine, you know, if you work in a factory and... You know, you do your nine to five and it's tough work working in a factory. You're doing the same stuff every day. But when you leave the factory, your job stops. You don't have to think about your job again until you go back to work the next day. Um, but if you are working in what we call the, the knowledge economy or you have a knowledge based job, when you finish work, you're still thinking about work. I mean, I know as a, a teacher, um, I will regularly think about an idea for a class or how I might teach something or maybe my um, research or, or whatever. There's always kind of something kind of floating around in my head and it means that I don't really have time away from work and I think this is where you know the importance of a hobby comes in because when I'm doing a hobby I can focus on that hobby and I don't think about work I'm not thinking about classes or my students or whatever um, I can focus on on my hobby yeah and it definitely allows you to, to, to keep this mental health. Um, it's something that you focus on. Um, and yeah, focusing is important, uh, I think, within mental health. Um, so yeah, it, 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 it challenge, it, it, it's a challenge and that's why you focus. Um, it also teaches you discipline mm -hmm. um, through something that you like. Um, because you know you're you're doing it regularly. I think sometimes um, I've my hobby lately has been um, watercolors, yes. and the discipline I've learned not not so much. Of, I don't know the techniques. I, I I'm not knowledgeable yet, uh, but it just teaches me the discipline to deal with frustration because you know you do something that really doesn't work, mm. and you think okay, you know. Um, um, it's okay, you know, I can start again or I can try to fix it. Uh, nothing happens if, if this, you know, doesn't work out. I can always start again. I, I have all of the time in the world. But it just teaches you that discipline of, no, let's continue. Let's keep learning. Uh, let's search for a video or some book that is going to help me to understand the technique that I would require. Yeah. I think this is one of the problems with hobbies is that people think that they can be experts from day one. You know, so they, you could be very excited about starting a new hobby and you buy all the equipment, everything you need, and maybe you, you do your hobby a couple of times and then you stop because your expectations are too high. Mm. You know, you really think that 
you you've seen people on the internet do this how hard can it be yeah you know um and you try it and it's hard and yeah. it's frustrating it's frustrating but if you give yourself a chance to to this problem solving mm. and little by little and it's it's quite a nice thing to think okay no it didn't work what do i need to to do right mm-hmm. um and it's, it's something that i do tell my students is that it it's not a problem not knowing right that's never an issue mm. that's not wrong because we cannot know everything but not doing something about it that's when you know it's not right. right so i do not know this technique i can you know try to solve that problem look for um a yeah. source that is going to help me and i can just develop it through time and i think that's what the hobbies uh, allow you to do that's that's the positive part of hobbies I right think. yeah so it's kind of dealing with these frustrations and dealing with the kind of the gap in your knowledge like as you said if you don't know something that's not a problem uh because you just find that the resource that you need to to help you move on um but if you don't have a kind of if you don't have the discipline you could hit that wall of i don't know this and you just stop and in a way that's kind of a, a lack of of discipline perhaps or it's a lack of resilience it's a lack of resilience resilience meaning um you kind of do not stop seeing the the end goal you don't mm. you, you 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 don't understand that you know you might need to go through these hurdles yeah. yeah and but everything will be fine if you just put the work in one thing that i've noticed uh with your hobby the watercolor that you started probably about a month ago maybe maybe yeah um is how fulfilling it is you know um you know you will disappear for a few hours and i don't know where you are or what you're doing and then you'll appear with this um new piece that you've been working on um and the pride the kind of the satisfaction that you have in your work i think is is really nice i always come to you for approval like right i just want you to tell me how how nice it is <laughs> the look, thing that i've done look how good this is right <laughs> yeah um, but it's uh, like again it's part of this mental health is this discipline is achieving something yeah. and it just feels good it doesn't have to be perfect mm. uh, i know it's not perfect i i know i don't have the techniques mm-hmm. uh, but I, i guess with time i could the, the well the, the nice thing is that especially i think um watercolor is a very good example because you have a permanent record of your successes or and your failures if you failure is a strong word but you know you've got your kind of your sketchbook and you can see the the previous efforts yes you know you can see okay well this is the first one i did and this and this isn't right on the second version i improved on this but still didn't get that right and then the third time you know you've managed to to get everything 
right. But being able to see that progress, I think, is important. And I think some hobbies where you can't see the progress can be more challenging. Maybe language learning is a little bit like that because you don't have a record of your level yeah. kind of six months ago. You know, unless you're recording your yourself speaking or you you've got examples of your writing, you know, you don't have a permanent record of your ability. Um, so it can be quite frustrating. You, you kind of think that you're not developing. You also don't have the knowledge uh, to analyze your work. You don't know how good or how bad you are. Um, so it's just, yeah, it just keep developing, but that's where resilience comes in. Yeah. Uh, if languages are your, your hobby, um, which could be, yeah, that, that's a really good hobby to have. I think one thing I'd like to talk about briefly is this thing that can happen when a hobby becomes more than a hobby. When you're an expert. Well, no, no. Or, or you're good enough. Right. Okay, yeah. You get, to, you get to a level where you think, maybe I can make some money from this. Exactly. You know, and... The term we would use for this is when a hobby becomes a side hustle. That's the term that people, a lot of people use these days. So side, S-I-D-E, and hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E. So, so an extra little job that I can exactly, do and yeah. earn money from. So you've got your regular job or your studies, and then this thing that you did as a hobby is now something that you can make a little bit of money from. So a good example could be photography. Mm. Um, you know, people can sell their photos or they can maybe take photos at a wedding um, or something like that. And obviously you get paid for that. Um, but I think it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing when you take your hobby and make it a side hustle. Because it stops being a hobby, yeah. isn't it? It's um, it's not. It's something that you have to do, mm -hmm. uh, and not necessarily you want to do it. So I think sometimes the pleasure, yeah, is is yeah, is gone. I mean, you think about think about people who take photos. Um, it's unlikely that they dream of taking photos at a wedding of pe <laughs> of people they don't know. That's not why they started getting into photography. But if it's a side hustle, then you do what you get paid to do. And I think it, it really changes your relationship to that activity. And I think it can, it can result in you losing your interest or your love of that hobby. Yes, yes. And that would be horrible. That would be a terrible thing. Something that you've invested a lot of time and, and energy and emotion in. Um, and then it's just another job, basically. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We are now on Twitter at credit underline English. So make sure you follow us and join the conversation. 
What are your hobbies? Do you agree with our definition of what a hobby is? We will be recording more episodes each week, so make sure you come back and join us.